Meatballs, meatballs. Meatballs, meatballs, podcast number 22. This is Meatball Fulton. Today, I'm featuring the recent music of Tim Clark. Tim and I go way back to... Oh, gosh. I guess it was stars and stuff. Back then, he was working as composer-in-residence at the McLaughlin Planetarium in Toronto, and he gave me tapes of space music he had created for the planetarium shows. And later, when I wrote Ruby, The Adventures of a Galactic Gumshoe, I asked him to do the music. Ruby first came out as three-minute daily episodes. I wanted them to sound more like a song than a radio drama, but when Tim started to do the music, he said, where's the break? And I said, what? And he said, well, the music has to change at some point, so show me where the changes are in the script. And he meant either scene changes or mood changes or any excuse for the music to change. After that, I started writing the episode so there would be a scene change about every minute or so. And I'd point it out and say, okay, here's a change, and there's a change, and so on. Now, I mention all this because of what I'm about to play. This is the very latest music Tim has composed for the new Lady Windermere Part 2, subtitled, You Can't Outrun the Flying Dead. In fact, he did it last week. He's created some great music for the story, but the problem is the darn voices and sound effects that I put in tend to cover up Tim's music. And there's all kinds of subtle things that he's doing that few people will ever notice because everyone wants to hear what the actors are saying. They want to hear my words. Anyway, the, the, way, the way we work is this. I'll send Tim a rough mix with voices and effects, and he'll listen and compose the music. And I live in upstate New York, and Tim lives in North Carolina, and he'll email the music and say, what do you think? And I'll listen and send back an email and say, brilliant and genius and, you know, words to that effect. But way too often, some of the subtle things Tim has done gets covered up by the voices and effects. So you'll never hear it unless you listen really closely. And I'm going to make it easier for you. I'm going to play the music Tim composed for Chapter 7. That's the last chapter in Lady Windermere. When I hear just the music, it reminds me of the music that accompanied a silent film. Silent films often had live music playing along with the film. You know, sometimes piano player or full orchestra, who knows. There's a lot of things going on in this chapter, so the music changes a lot. And this is, you know, sort of like a 13-minute symphony. Even though you will not be hearing the voices and you may not know what's going on, I think you'll find it's fun. One more thing. About midway are the flying scenes. You won't hear the airplanes, but you'll know. There are also references to zombies, and that's when you hear the theremin. The old science fiction, electronic... And one final thing, and then I'll shut up. Just as the flying scenes begin, the music stops and starts again. And here's the reason why. Young Archie came swooping out of the clouds and over the rooftops of the quiet hamlet of Dusselplatzflingendorf. Uh, excuse me, Vicky Chatterley? Yes, Nigel. I thought... 
thought the sky was clear. It was, when that served my purpose. But now my purpose calls for clouds. The townsmen of Dusselplatz, Flingendorf, were up on their ladders, tarring their roofs, when Archie zoomed overhead. Those who were inside came running out into the town square to see who had buzzed their rooftops when back he came, swooping low, leaving a trail of leaflets fluttering behind him. And then, when young Archie, looking as though he'd just climbed out of a grave, leaned out of his cockpit and leered at the villagers below, women screamed and fainted, children shrieked and ran, men cowered and dove for cover, while the leaflets fell like autumn leaves upon the cobblestone streets and the freshly tarred rooftops of Dusselplatz Klingendorf. Now, sit back and enjoy the movie.
This has been the music of Tim Clark, composed for part two of Lady Windermere's Brass Fantabulous. This is Meatball Fulton, zbs.org.